today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Return to sports. Uh, we know what the pros are doing these days. We're watching those uh, slowly but surely. They're getting back capacity and, and fan interest is coming back, which is great to see. Uh, but what about minor sports? What about uh, youth sports? Uh, they've had their challenges. And we've talked to some of the organizations over the last number of months uh, who have been very frustrated by this. A lot of these people, of course, rely on volunteers uh, to get things done. And some of those volunteers have, uh, well, not come back uh, for a variety of reasons. Some of the athletes have not come back. Uh, so what you need here is an organization. You need a foundation for, for the rebirth and regrowth, I guess, of uh, youth sports. And, uh, well, Team Snap is one such organization that's doing just an outstanding job. Uh, it's uh, one of these organizations, the leading platform for, for youth and recreational and competitive sports, uh, supporting more than 24 million users, 3 million unique teams, and about 19,000 clubs and 100 different sports uh, around North America. Uh, uh, Dave DuPont is the founder of uh, Team Snap, and they, they played an integral part in the, uh, well we've talked about you know the recovery from COVID-19 well the recovery for youth sports uh, has been very challenging and uh, it's I, I think very, very beneficial for many of them the team snap has been there for them and uh, Dave DuPont joins us on the Bill Kelly show to talk about this uh, Dave great to have you on the program thanks so much for the time today thank you very much delighted to be here well, I'm, I'm really interested in this because we've talked about some of the challenges with a number of organizations uh, here in Ontario uh, over the last number of months about this and uh, trying to get back onto the, the soccer pitch or the football field or the baseball diamond or the hockey rink, whatever the case might be. Uh, and it takes organization and it takes uh, it takes a, a cohesive effort to be able to do this, uh, which is really what uh, Team Snap is all about. It's been a very successful entity uh, right across North America. Maybe you could tell us, our listeners, a little bit about how it works. Sure. So TeamSnap is uh, the leading platform for organizing youth recreational and competitive sports. You mentioned we had 24 million users. Actually, that data is old. We've got 26 million users who use TeamSnap to stay in touch with their team, to communicate with team and sports organizations, and to communicate what's going on. So that's what we did. I recognize the opportunity to make the administration and communication of sport just more efficient. 12 years ago, and it turns out that uh, I hit a nerve. We did find a pain point that we addressed quite well, and we benefited from that. So that's Team Snap. Uh, you mentioned that we played an integral role in helping uh, helping uh, support the return to sports. I'd say the major role has been played by the parents and administrators of the sports organizations mm-hmm. in Canada and Ontario and um, with the athletes themselves. So there is a silver lining to the pandemic, uh, and that's the reaction that we've seen from everyone involved in the sport and the desire to get kids back on the field again. Dave, are we back yet uh, uh, to pre-COVID levels, or is there still some trepidation and still some some work to be done here? Uh, There's still some work to be done, but we have been surprised throughout the pandemic by how strong that desire to return to sports is and the pandemic has had a significant effect. Let's not diminish that. But um, Canada and Ontario have returned to sport in a significant way. Uh, we're seeing that um, uh, North America, we're seeing that basically youth sports is back in terms of scheduled events, is back to about 85% of where we were in 20, 2019, which frankly I consider a victory given the fact that the pandemic is still with us. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so those numbers are very encouraging, and that's good to know because we had heard some stories about uh, some volunteers that uh, have not come back, uh, and and even some of the athletes, some of the uh, the youth athletes, uh, that have just kind of given up on it for a variety of reasons. I guess uh, personal, or some of them uh, apprehensive about uh, what's been going on on the on the pitches themselves because of the spread. But uh, it, it, there seems to be a growing sense of confidence, I guess, among all parties right now to get back to it, doesn't there? I think that's true. I mean, th- there's also uh, a significant focus on uh, keeping athletes safe. Uh, there's no doubt that um, the return to sports has been um, has been challenging. I mean, we've seen fits and starts, but as I said, that 85% figure is actually accurate for Canada and Ontario. It's slightly behind the U.S., but not a bunch. And I think the difference just re- just reflects the fact that Canada was a little more cautious. I think appropriately so about the impact of the pandemic than um, than the U.S. collectively. A number of different organizations. I mean, our listeners here in the Hamilton area know the Ancaster Minor Hockey, very uh, uh, popular organization uh, in the area here. Uh, Burlington Eagles soccer uh, hockey clubs. I mean, you've got a number of people that have bought into this because uh, what they get the need, I guess, is a foundation and and and, and a technique. Uh, you mentioned that. Let's face it, the success of youth sport right across North America is based totally uh, to a certain on, on volunteerism, parents, uh, coaches, you know, uh, who are giving of their time and things of this nature, but structure so important to this and you know scheduling and 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 you know when's the practice going to be where's the practice going to be how do we get uh, our student athletes uh to those practices and uh, what kind of training are they going to have there's a lot of questions here and and the team snap has stepped up and offered that, that platform to suggest look at here's the template that you can use for situations like that yeah i i think that's right i mean I, once again i credit uh the folks who are actually directly involved with sports, the, the players, the, the parents, the administrators of organizations. But we've done what we could. I mean, we, we were pleased to see that the, the TeamSnap platform, which is all about communications and management, actually became more important to many organizations during the pandemic itself, given all the uncertainty um, at a team level, given the uncertainty about whether a practice was actually going to take place. Uh, at the coaching level, the desire to stay connected with players and parents, even though games and practices were canceled or, or postponed. We, um, we realized a couple months into the pandemic that sports organizations could benefit from shared information about how to deal with the financial uncertainty, for instance. And uh, we put together some seminars and webinars um, that essentially just help. And we, I think of this as just fostering communication amongst these sports organizations so they could together come up with ways to address the crisis. And then, of course, Health Check, which uh, was just a automated and online means of, uh, of allowing organizations to screen athletes for, for COVID. Uh, it, was, uh, it was quick um, in terms of the fact that uh, uh, it was developed quickly by engineers on their own. Uh, within Team Snap, and it turned out to be a hugely important part of the return to sports in uh, in Ontario, for instance. Well, because it addresses that big concern, doesn't it? But well, you know, should I let my son or daughter play again? Because we're not, you know, are they going to have to have masks? Or, you know, social distancing? Uh, are we concerned about outbreaks? Uh, you know, if we're going to be, you know, together on the same soccer pitch or whatever the case might be. And and when when you have those sorts of concerns, a, a, a program like Health Checks is a very valuable tool, I guess, to assuage some of the angst that some parents might be feeling. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I have been, actually haven't checked the numbers in a little bit, but last time I checked across North America, Health Check had been used to screen uh, 15 million times and counting. So it's been impressive how quickly that feature was adopted. And once again, I'm particularly gratified that our own people came up with it. This isn't something that Dave decided we should do. Our engineers just said, hey, we can do this, and they cranked it out very quickly, which uh, I'm just delighted to see. Talk about how these organizations, though, that uh, that you're working with, had to be flexible about uh, getting back uh, after COVID. As you mentioned, we're not really after COVID because it's still there uh, and, and still yep. a concern and still an impact, a factor in what's going on uh, because it's impacted so many different It's just not a matter of getting people back onto the playing fields or whatever. Uh, it's, it's registration fees. It's the cost of some of these things. I mean, there's a, a lot that goes into this, and uh, we know that a lot of families have been negatively impacted by COVID financially and maybe a little unsure of it as to whether or not they can afford or they want to make that investment into into youth sports they i'm sure they want to but there's some financial concerns how, how does how do you how do you look at this and, and how does team snap approach this and offering alternatives or different suggestions as to as to how you might deal with these these sorts of concerns yeah so i i'd say that team snap and um, sports organizations clubs leagues associations have had to be nimble in addressing this crisis. This is this is something that was not on anybody's radar, and uh, I've uh, I've been pleased with, and I could make this kind of comment about uh, the overall response to COVID. We certainly had fits and starts, but when you look at the way that the world as a whole, and uh, I'll focus on sport now, reacted to this this black swan event. It's encouraging to see the ingenuity, the, de- the determination, the innovation that organizations are displaying. And we've, at TeamSnap, tried to do th- the same thing. So we are seeing, for instance, um, that community teams and sports organizations are very focused on a safe return to play. That, that means that the whole concept of safety has been expanded by these organizations. So they're now focusing on um, infectious, infectious disease as well as on-field sports injuries and things like that. Uh, on the financial side, we've seen organizations offering different kinds of payment schemes to take into account the understandable trepidation of parents and players to pay up front for a whole season when they've just seen a whole season canceled mm-hmm. <laughs> in the last year and a half or postponed. And, uh, all of that just reflects a different approach. And you mentioned that some folks have uh, some volunteers and most of the organizations with which we do business and most of the organizations involved in, in sports depend upon volunteers. And some volunteers have, have opted out, but their shoes have been filled by others. So there's been a major focus on training people, having them adopt new practices, and that's worked quite well and is why I think it's a significant reason why we're at 85% of youth activity compared to 2019, in spite of the fact that we're not out of the woods yet. One of the other other interesting stats I found about this, too, is, uh, you know, getting back onto the, whether it's the ice rink or the, the soccer pitch or whatever the case might be, uh, an awful lot of the, through the summertime anyway, as, as your numbers seem to indicate here, Dave, uh, are, are training sessions, kind of a reintegration back into the sport for a lot of the youth as opposed to competitive action, like games. That's right, yeah. 
So I talked about uh, that 85% figure being focused significantly on just number of events. That means, in our parlance, games and training sessions. And it is true that there have been proportionally more training sessions within that number than games. And I think it just reflects the, the philosophy that the folks you train with are safe, whereas, especially if you're traveling, um, you're opening the door, and I, I discovered this myself when I took a little road trip with my son, you're opening the door to infection from folks in another community. Um, and that's just, that's just the reality. So I think we'll continue to see pro. There's another phenomenon which I would like to comment on. We sure. have noticed across North America an, an increase, proportionally speaking, of elite competitive sports relative to recreational sports. The recreational sports organizations, the local community organizations that are the town or city in which they reside, those have been disproportionately affected by uh, by the pandemic. And we're seeing the leading competitive organizations um, taking up some of the slack. So one thing that we are keeping our eyes on and in fact are committed to is a return of those community-based organizations because they often served, they often serve underserved uh, populations, the folks who can't afford elite or competitive sport, at least up front. That's just yeah. a... That's just an effect of the pandemic that we want to ensure TeamSnap um, doesn't become a long-lasting issue. It's, it's been an ongoing challenge, but I guess it's like so many other things, Dave, isn't it? That it, it's it's a, pro, a problem that existed before the pandemic, but the pandemic just really kind of shone the light on it, maybe even exacerbated the problem, because uh, it comes down to, uh, especially with some of those challenged neighborhoods and communities, uh, accessibility and affordability for, for their kids to get involved in these sports uh, at, at whatever level of competition. Uh, as you say, it may just be recreational as opposed to highly competitive, but you want to make sure that those doors remain open, don't you? Yes, absolutely. And I think you're right. Uh, the pandemic accelerated already existing trends. And uh, unfortunately, this is a negative trend that we want to see reverse at TeamSnap. And, and, you know, again, it goes back, I guess, to, as you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, to, to those volunteers at that local level to uh, to use some of the initiatives and some of the uh, the ideas that you've talked about here uh, to increase that. And, and there's got to be some outreach here, too, to say, hey, we're back and, you know, we want you back and, and things of this nature. So it's it's a process. You can't just open the doors, uh, you know, to the to the ball diamond of the arena and say, okay, everybody come on back. I mean, there's there's got to be some communication that goes on here, too, and uh, the, uh, to welcome people back into the situation like this so uh the numbers are are encouraging as you mentioned uh, over the summer months to suggest that uh you know we're getting very very close i guess 85 percent was the number you mentioned uh pre-pandemic yeah. numbers uh, you want to get a hundred percent or maybe even more than a hundred percent uh but uh, i guess we have to be patient about this and just understand that it's going to take some time to get back to where we were that's absolutely the case i mean it, it is going to take a while for for life to resume as normal uh whatever normal is uh, and we should be patient. We shouldn't rush it. And we at TeamSnap are committed to a safe return to sport. We don't want uh, 100% or even greater than 100% uh, participation if it means that we are endangering athletes. So we're committed to uh, to staying the course and to help you know, customers, the organizations, 
Well, one of the things that we've talked about, and, and I think this is really one of the things that Team Snap can really step up and have stepped up. Uh, we've talked about the physical aspect of this, the physical fitness aspect of this. You know, for the, the longest time, some some of these uh, athletes, of course, have not been able to play because their seasons have been canceled or postponed. Uh, there's that physical fitness app, but there's a mental aspect of this. I mean, even for youth, I mean, people tend to forget about that, that this has been a very, very stressful time for youth as well because they've been locked up. Some of them haven't been able to go to school, depending on the jurisdiction that they're in and sports and athleticism is a big part of dealing with those mental health issues and the sooner uh, we can get them back there as you mentioned safely uh, and confidently uh, the better they're going to be it's it's a it's really a holistic thing that's going to help them physically and mentally that is absolutely the case there is an article and I'm, I'm struggling to remember where i saw it uh, just a couple days ago that uh, that highlighted the impact of sports on mental health especially for boys interestingly um, there's measurable. I can follow up later with you, Bill, on uh, the actual article. But uh, it uh, it highlighted what we already know, and and frankly, what I even feel myself. Team activity in particular builds uh, a variety of uh, of strengths associated with mental health. Well, it's a it's a big factor in this. This is why I wanted to hook up with you today to make sure people understand what's happening and and that there's a lot of people such as yourselves that are working very very diligently to make sure that uh, that our our youth can get back uh, into to sports arenas and and get back into it for a whole lot of reasons. It makes all kinds of sense to do it. But uh, the work that you guys are doing, of course, at Team Snap is is a big big asset to a number of these local groups. Uh, Dave, keep doing what you guys are doing, and uh, we really do appreciate it. And thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Thank you for the time today, Bill. I enjoyed the discussion, and uh, we are open. I just want to encourage your listeners. We're open to ideas about what we can do more to uh, ensure a safe return of athletes to sport and uh, more we can do to help sports organizations that are serving um, those players and parents across Canada. Team Snap is the organization. By the way, they're on Twitter and LinkedIn if you want to go and check that out. Uh, Dave, stay well. We'll talk again soon, I hope. Thanks, Bill. I look forward to it. Take care. Dave DuPont, who is the founder of Team Snap. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.